tuned. You <laughs> but uh, I think that we're in a good position here to start the podcast. Your guitar is not plugged in or no. tuned. No. Okay. You want to start? Well, I can't sing, but I, I'll try. Okay. Yeah, you want to take the first verse then? That'll be nice. I mean, all right. I've been carrying the fucking first verses on my back. You're a singer. I know. But uh, I'm in a different mood today, man. I'm feeling real chill. Feel feeling like, real chill? Like Nora Jones. Nora Jones. All right. She's okay. a singer, but I'm going to okay. sit back and Let's I'm going to play guitar. Okay. All right. She also plays guitar. I believe. I, I should look into that. Okay, ready? Sure. That sounds real familiar. Is that is that Love Hurts by Nazareth? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds exactly like it. So I gotta sing in a twang like Love Hurts. <laughs> You're so into <laughs> Love Scars. Listen to Nazareth in my spare time. She's a bitch. Are we just gonna take random love song lyrics? We can do that. Do a country version of So Sick by Neo. I've never heard it. I'm so sick of love songs. No, you don't know that one? It's gonna be great. We barely sung Nazareth earlier. <laughs> Just not. Wait. <laughs> that was amazing, man. That was probably the best song we've ever done. Dude, if we're doing like oh country love songs, it should just be Ring of Fire, right? Like that's. Or Walk the Line. But we can't do those songs. But we did Nazareth. It was a. Uh, it was like a. It was a mashup, dude. Girl Talk can do it, we can do it. If Marshmallow can do it, we can do it. Well, this this is going to be girl talk because we're talking about relationships and love in this episode. That was a really nice segue. Thanks, man. That was really nice. I'm great at segues. I made me feel old when I referenced girl talk instead of Marshmallow. It's okay. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's do let's, this one. Uh, well, let's, Fucking let's, excited let, for let's today. Get into this is all this. Hold on. Oh, no, I'm going to calm down. This is a calm cast. <laughs> yeah. You need to be calm for yeah. once. Okay. Let's all right, do it. Let's, uh, let, before we get into love, romance, and why we're broken people, um, <laughs> well, me more than you. Let's find out. Uh, let, let, let's talk about what we've been doing lately. We got um, we're doing this weight loss stuff. Yeah. I'm still fat, but I've lost 16 pounds. You look great, man. Like I lost like a six month old baby. In body weight. <laughs> like, if my body weight was lost as a person, yeah. I'd be on milk cartons and stuff. Like, where's my baby? Someone took it out of the hospital. <laughs> Maybe not six. That's like 25 pounds. Probably like a three-month-old baby. How much does a baby weigh when like, they come out? On average? Yeah. About 10. So we've all lost a baby. Yeah, we've all lost a baby. I'm not wording it like that. Wait, hold on. I changed my mind. Yeah, hold on. That's I changed not good. my mind. That's not good. Way to start the love cast. Yeah, get your time. We'll sing, we'll sing Nazareth again. Let's okay. Just, let's not talk about losing babies. Lovers! <laughs> there you go. Panic playing. 
Oh, it's the punk version where you just scream it and play as You've got scars, wounds, and marks. I don't like that it's marks. Mars rhymes with scars and also means like to damage. Is that the words from the songs? It's marks. It should be Mars. I'm just saying, I'm not criticizing Nazareth and their shitty music, but I am, and it's what's happening. Well, we love Nazareth on this podcast. I hate Nazareth. We love go on record saying that. we both love Nazareth. Me we and the boys from Skid Row are gonna stomp those old fucks out. <laughs> That's some rock and roll shit. Yeah. Fucking Fuck youth yeah, gone boys. wild every day. Yeah, I'm gonna eighteen in life to go. Forget about you it. You know what? Fuck Nazareth. I'm gonna take up Molly Hatchet and we'll start a coalition. We'll start a coalition. Yeah. All right. Of guys who are gonna stomp out. Wash the washed up rocker coalition. Oof. Ah, oh, that's gonna be rough. So yeah. Bon Jovi, after like during his first album, Washed Out Rockers. I also don't is that like a, bon is that Jovi. an album by him? I don't like Bon Jovi. I don't like him, but he's a good guy. He's a nice dude. I hate his music. He wears good jeans. I started he wears buying good jeans. I started buying nice he's got jeans. Great hair. He married his high school sweetheart. There's two reasons you like him. Yeah. Raw's mom just did that. Well, I don't know how long ago. Well, she did it. Yeah, she married her high school sweetheart. That's so cool. And the cool part about that is they reconnected years later. I'm glad we're turning it back into the love cast. Yeah. They reconnected See, it's love years cast. later. We're really good at casting now. I need a heart wipe. I need you to keep doing things in post. We'll do wipes in post. Put so much work for you in post right now. I really hate this new, this <laughs> new, uh, we'll, 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 you want to talk about the Alaskan trip? Which we, we'll go into love, the love, uh, loving Rawls mom, but I just, <laughs> she's, she's a fox. She's a fox. She's a Box. Yeah, it's just this new studio. The it's way harder to get posts done here where we are, and they keep yeah. asking me to do all these post things. We're moving around right now in studios, but it's like shit, man. My life is just crazy now with those posts. Yeah, the uh, the last one I filmed um, with the boys, we were in Anchorage, and uh, we slung our backpacks over our shoulders and headed north. So this one's in the Arctic Circle. Um, it's chilly. Yeah, I fought a polar bear like last week. Yeah, it was super not cool. I I wanted to feed him because they're all starving, but I didn't want to die, so I punched him, and uh, then I got saved by a walrus. It was pretty cool. He was wearing a top hat. I think he was the one from the Beatles. This sounds like Elf. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mention that. The reason we're in the North Pole is we're hunting down Santa Claus because I wanted a bike when I was ten, and he didn't give it to me. Definitely not because my parents didn't have a lot of money after the divorce. Pretty sure it's because Santa thought I was naughty, but I was a good boy that year. And so Eric came to us and he said, guys, you want to hunt down Santa Claus with me? He really ruined my life as a kid. And we said, sure, buddy. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, whatever you say. I've fought so many mall Santas over the past <laughs> 16 years. I haven't done any research looking into this. I just figured. Every time I fight one and find out he's not the real Santa, my quest continues. Starting to feel like I shouldn't associate <laughs> myself with this quest. As long as we're not in a mall around Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> it might be good for the documentary we're making while we're out here. Yeah, yeah, we're um, we're making Planet Earth Seven, I think it is now. We're doing one of them. Yeah, we're definitely doing a Planet Earth. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, it's gonna be the best Planet Earth there is. David we're narrating it. No, pass the torch. Yeah, we're taking it from David Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, dude. And uh, Morgan Freeman. Nah, I don't want Oprah. I don't want any. It's us. We're doing all the episodes. The torch has to be passed. And it's it's not even like a serious documentary. It's mostly us going. Oh man, that's fucked up. Oh man, all this ice is melting. I feel like yeah, more ice no, there's actually a lot of scenes with me and Raw in the back cabin, just like, dude, I can't believe he actually thinks this is all from Santa Claus. Like, there is something Santa else going is on. These ice we cabs. have to fly He's out a, a therapist. Villain. He's a and figure this out before we both get shot. I'm gonna find him. I know. I'm gonna kill him and become the new I Santa. Know you are. And no little boy is gonna go without a bike again. 
Listen, I just hope you find a Santa Claus before, uh, you know, we you start getting delusions or something. Yeah, whatever, man. I mean, I've... You haven't I've, seen anybody but me and Ron <laughs> in about four weeks, so... Yeah, it's been... It's been lonely up here. Yeah, man. I get cold at night, and the boys... The boys look warm. We'll keep you warm. We're going to keep you warm today on the podcast here today. There's a nice segue. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. This is such a positive cast today. I was in a great yeah, mood. Yeah, none of it was weird and dark. We didn't do any weird and dark bits. Not yet. No. Definitely not me about murdering a sin. No, not yet. That's a totally normal That's bit. normal. Yeah. He ruined your life as a 10-year-old. That's true. Calm down. All right. So uh, first off, let's get in. Again, the weight loss thing. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm in second place because Austin was at 15, but been you know i don't think he's been really working at it like i have austin's been indulging hard from what i've heard uh, i don't have direct contact with him right now this competition gets a little intense and sometimes you know you have to back off for a while because yeah i mean you went we're actually sabotage last time dude we're savages right now too many sabotages and uh it's also this is the funniest year like the text messages between some of us just like holy fuck this is yeah. crazy there's been weird personal threats. Yeah. Like, I'm going to break into your house and shove just fat down your throat. Right. Just no, a that's weird a weird thing to <laughs> say to somebody. Uh, I'm going to shove butter in I your- was thinking about injecting Austin's meal with, like, mayonnaise and stuff the other day at, at uh, Tommy's. Because he's, he's drinking still, so his, his, his what's it called? Uh, uh, impaired judgment? Impairment? Judgment? He has impaired judgment. His impaired judgment? Whoa. And so he's kind of like he's does he's not all there like Ivan. Well, I drank yesterday, <laughs> but, I, but I've been not it was drinking. Vodka cranberry it was a healthy. No, vodka. man, like I'm not even healthy drinks are okay. I mean, I drank because we did the new the new show with our moms and like we made a drink as a segment. But also, yeah, it was a rough day and I drank all day. <laughs> I've wait, been good. Wait, wait, wait. All right, first off, let's talk about that segment with our moms. Okay. Uh, let's this- not. We don't want to name the show. Let's not say the name of the show. Cause we've, whew. Someone steals that fucking show like they stole our podcast, like they stole our music festival. Someone stole our podcast? Very soon, another band's be putting out a podcast, which is like everyone puts out podcasts. That's fun and games. They're not calling it God's Built a Podcast, are they? No. Oh, because then we have to, you know, Jets and Shark War, these people. I, I don't want to wear a leather jacket in the heat. I mean, it's cold up here. But in the heat back in mm-hmm. Illinois when we're going to have to go fight these people with switchblades and snapping. <laughs> and musical numbers. I don't want to do that. I'm a terrible singer. Love oh. hurts. You heard me do it earlier. <laughs> I'm bad. It'll be a nice like, little anchorman's fight, though. I mean, yeah, I'm positive you will see me kill a man with a trident. <laughs> it's happened no, before. Dude, this... It'll happen again. So, I mean, like... Actually, we are rock stars, and I've been firing shots lately because I don't give a fuck, and people are like, calm down. That's not how you do good business. Listen, we're rock and roll. We're going to say what we want. We're going to act how we want. I might have gotten a little too intense in the last podcast. I'm toning it back today. So I'm not going to name names, but we'll say someone did say that it was a pretty stupid idea that we were starting a podcast, and this was a... Uh, oh, shit. I'm going to turn on the wrong mic. Right on. Someone said it was a pretty stupid idea that we've been doing a podcast, and then couple days ago i found out that they're starting a podcast so it's just all they're like bands shouldn't have podcasts and now they're doing it can so. i play the guessing game to see who it is no not not on the cast okay on the break well at the end hold up just i'm gonna cover my mouth dude and, we have too many listeners now to fucking be yeah, talking no, about I'm shit gonna like cover this. my mouth and whisper it to you right. you not if it's right Put your mic down, though. okay down yeah first guess folks number first one guess guesser. and one person specifically 
Oh, I'm guessing yeah, specific. Guess, guess specific. Ooh. Uh, well, I got two guesses. There's one, then. Oh, well, actually, he's one of them. Yeah, it is me. Yeah. Wow. I'm amazing at this. This is what I do. Anyways, we're back on the cast. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna get in a fist fight later. That's cool. Um, <laughs> so they're not gonna steal this idea. I don't mind. Do you, can I tell them? I want. I want to. It's a cool yeah, yeah. idea for a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're shooting is. Um, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, it's a cooking show with our moms. We're all gonna like cook a dish with our moms. Uh, are you guys making like mom's favorite cocktails with the mom? Like yeah, a it's drink? like well, as we go on, we're figuring it out with their favorite cocktails and then uh like or make them comfortable you know i, I accidentally played little nas x in front of my mom she wanted to listen to sirius on the highway i was like mom little nas x is country and she was like no the highway is country so i figured from not now on, not outlaw country no, outlaw country not that either but um but i figured you know we'll start getting them a little more comfortable how make their favorite drink maybe make their favorite meal we've been making the kids favorite meal figured that was kind of wholesome like what's the, what's the meal that this kid always asks to be eating well see like the that. issue with that is like the one that i would have to do with my mom is like an hour and a half cooked that's perfect time. yeah are you serious right. dude everything we filmed is about an hour hour and a half that's so long we're gonna edit it down to like a 20 minute show oh do you want me to have her make one ahead of time so she can do the thing where they open the oven we and will, if it takes that long to bake then yeah i don't know do how long that. it takes to bake we'll figure that out later it's a really good it's dish it's gonna be a good show do you know what risotto is i know it's like a nice rice dish. Okay. She makes a jambalaya risotto. It's like Ooh. a nice little Cajun. With the, it's got like rice sausages? and andouille sausages and shrimp and like some peppers and some onions. Right. Put a little hot sauce, a little Parmesan cheese on it. It's delightful. That's amazing. I'm going to have to bring lactose pills because I figured yesterday I'd be eating a bunch. I didn't bring pills and I couldn't eat anything. My mom brought pills because she's my mom. But all day I was starving. I was eating gummy worms. I was eating jelly jellyfish and I was drinking beer and I was like, Fuck, this is the first time I have like a real cheat day. So as we do talk about the weight loss challenge on this podcast, I just want to say like I did fall off very hard yesterday. I meant to have a cheat day and eat a bunch of food. I think I got my calories in. Like it didn't really go over that, but I just ate candy, donuts. Actually thinking back, I was way over calories. <laughs> candy, donuts, and beer. And well, uh, yeah, like, it's all healthy stuff. Your body needs it. You're eating like a 21 year old who just got his own apartment, his first job. <laughs> Dude, I've been doing that for so long. Well, that's why we're losing the weight, boys. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Super in shape. Look at me. I'm like, uh, I'm like a Usain Bolt type now. I look like a sprinter. You do, and you you're fit really well in your skin today. You look great. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's weirdly loose in places since I started losing the weight, and it concerns it's me. It's stretchy over here on me. And it's making me want to gain it back when I, I bought some nice clothes and I want to keep. When I was fatter, my belly didn't hang. Mm -hmm. And now that I started to lose weight, it yeah. did. But I asked a, uh, a doctor about that. And he's like, yeah, that'll, that'll stop. So apparently what happens is you have fat in between like muscle and other cells. Mm -hmm. And it's filling that space. And when you lose it, because it's gone, everything kind of sags. Okay. And he's like, yeah, two or three weeks. It'll yeah, all it just shrink up. down to like fill the empty space okay because i have a little yeah i have some spongy spaces here and i don't have a sag right now it's like an upswing when i'm fucking naked i look cool i look like adam levine again dude you've always looked like adam levine to me thank you i want to i'm gonna get you to tattoo Illinois i feel sexy here. oh i always feel sexy but no when you start to get to 220 210 at least for me i haven't anything over 209 dude I if i got sexy. to 210 i'd look yoked 
That's, yeah. that, that's and you would be pepper that is like me fifty in pounds away. Can you imagine me at like two ten, dude? Actually, be, it's more. That's I honestly, almost sixty pounds. Honestly, I think that you look great as a larger person. I'm with all the girls that want to fuck. I don't want to. Well, I, I'm with the girls that say that you look good. At, I'm wondering where you're going with this. I'm. I'm just saying, you look good large. It is cold up here. We can we can warm up. We can find a way. I am warm. All right, so uh, we talked about weight loss. Check that box. The new segment, check that box. That was awesome that we did that. Yeah. Uh, the next segue, uh, we filmed, the segment you guys filmed involved uh, Rawl, who we said goodbye to. Mm-hmm. And um, he's going to, I guess, Europe. And then I'm going to keep saying Mongolia, even though it's most of Asia. <laughs> but I feel like he's going to get stuck in Mongolia. Yeah. No, and just I like get arrested for something dumb okay seriously we've been we talked about this yesterday with his mom like yeah. there's a possibility Raw gets arrested in china mongolia someplace where the government isn't as loose and he's Yo. got a history of talking trash about governments yeah 100 he has a history of just things going down sometimes and i'm a little worried that once he's in china something's going on he may never come back again because people go to jail there and then they disappear uh, Raul needs to come back so we can direct the show we just started. I, I'm going to be honest. If we found out like Raul was detained trying to sneak into North Korea, I wouldn't be a little surprised. Oh, not at all. I'd be all. like, yeah, of course Raul was sneaking into North Korea. That's who he is as a person. Yeah, and he would be doing it to fuck for some heinous shit or just as a joke. It would be like either yeah. some like revolutionary shit or it would be like, dude, this is good. this is such a funny bit. I'm going to go all the way with this shit. I'm going to sneak into North Korea. I'm going to fucking take I'm going to take pictures of their empty malls. <laughs> I'm going to put everything We're up We're coming online. for you, North Korea. That's the next slam. I need you to put uh, GSP slams. Now, anytime we slam somebody, so we're slam. slamming North Korea. Okay, we're doing all of North Korea. Yeah, all. Well, no, the people are nice. All right, so we'll lead into that. Slam the North Korean well, what government. What we usually like to do is go fuck Andy Katz, fuck slam. North Korea. Slam there you go. every time. Yeah, throw fuck like, Andy so Katz. So they know it's like a part of the time. the list. And you list. hate that dude. You've mentioned him every time I'm on. Yeah, fuck. I mention him on every show. You do. I piss. And I fucking mentioned that Andy Katz is a cunt until he comes on and talks for himself. Come and we're, speak for yourself, Andy Katz. We're, we're here right to, here. We we're here to talk about love, and your soul is full of hate. Um, no, I'm calming down. I'm calming down. We were doing. We did a GSP Grand Slam. What was it? <laughs> slams, yeah. Just, Grand Slam. We killed it. GSP Slams. And then it'll say, <laughs> GSP Slams, Grand Slam. Right, I'm down. Yeah. I like that. All I, right. In post. I want that. Post. I want that where I'm pointing, right here. A lot of posts. GSP slams. Grand slams. All right, and then uh, let's let's segue into the main part of it, and I can do that talking about Rawl. You ready for it? Dude, I have a... Yeah, please. I've been in love with Rawl's mom since I was 14. <laughs> I was going to go a different <laughs> angle, like when I hugged him when he left. I started no, crying. No. And I realized what love was, but... No, no. I like that I angle. I love his mom. <laughs> Yesterday when I saw... Her husband's a great guy, but Emily if anything ever happens, I'm going for it. <laughs> I love Ken. He's Ken's the, a good guy. He's one of my favorite people. Dude, he's so cool. When I was uh, when I was first starting out and I was thinking about becoming a firefighter, he just kept giving me advice. Mm-hmm. And like I wouldn't even right. ask for it. He's like, let me know if you need help. And I'd be like, dude, you, why are you being nice to me? I don't know you. Dude, he's just a gentle human. He's I'm a your new soul. stepson's friend. Gentle soul, but he looks like he could kill anyone. Oh, yeah. He's so yeah. cool. So, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to make a move on Rawl's mom. Now, y- yeah. my understanding is that you knew Devon when she was younger. I mean, yeah, I've known, I've known her about 12 10, years. 12 years? Yeah, 12 years. Now. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about maybe 12 years back, you're just meeting Rawl, you just met his mom, and you just said right now that you fell in love with her. What? 
what she look what was she looking like that day what what were your thoughts what's going on in your head uh, how do i uh, how do i word it if i had to in a word the most descriptive way possible i, I can do it in a single word which is let's do a word in fox oh, i just cranked i didn't crank fox bro that's awesome, man. God, I hope she listens to this. Raw's going to hit me so hard oh, when but, he gets back from a North Korean date. He might never get back after him. he gets arrested in China. Ah, got him. <laughs> oh, dude. Actually, she was, like, super nice to me, and I'm not used to that. And that that's when I decided. She's super nice. Well, that's when I decided, like, I got to make all my friends' parents love me. Oh. And I, I, she was the first one. And then after you, my mom fell in love with you, it was like, well, I've yeah. got to date all of these moms now. Yeah, that's that's the next segment we're doing is Eric Fisher dates your 100%. mom. By the way, if any of you want me to date your mom, let me know. I will, way, I will take her to dinner. I'll show her a nice time. I'll kiss her on the cheek. And if it's raining, I'll kiss her on the lips, but only if it's raining. <laughs> I'm a romantic at heart. Yeah, dude. That's like the notebook. I love the notebook. That's John Gosling right there. John Gosling? Do you mean Ryan Gosling? That's Ryan Gosling right there, dude. <laughs> there you go. It's Chris Helmsworth. Hemsworth. Uh, do you not know names? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you think about? my name is? Eric Fisher. Okay, how do I've you know I've written my... on posters before. <laughs> yeah, well, that's dude, true. Every time I write it, I look up how, if there's a seriously a K in the name, Eric, and if Fisher's really S-C-H. Dude, I look it up every time because I can't spell Neiman. I can't I, spell Max Neiman. I feel like my parents hate me. Why? Well, my last the name K? is Fisher with a C, so no one's ever spelled that right first try. And my first name is E-R-I-K, Eric. No one's ever spelled that right the first time. Do you know how many things I've gotten as a kid that you could tell was a C that they just lazily drew a line on the back end of to make it a K? That's hilarious. Bro, that's the like last name, everything. dude? No. If it was spelled Fisher like that, people would call you Fisher Price all the time. Running around, people would be like, hey, there's Fisher Price. I mean, remember Fisher Price. My, I love uh, Fisher Price. My first I hate ever Fisher Nick- Price. He's so fat, <laughs> Jewish. Okay. Aggressive. And that's when people are younger and they're like, those are bad people. You need to learn how to love people. Well, my first nickname was uh, Fish Sticks. <laughs> I got that in a grade school when I went to summer school. Not like I can't pay a school summer school. Yeah. Like my parents work and can't take care of me summer we, school. We used to be calling Fish Sticks when that episode of South Park came out. Uh, no, that was that was years later, man. Thank God. Because it was grade school. Been, that would have been and humiliating. Then, um, you would have been a sat, way more of a well, savage. They called me fish sticks, and I hated it at mm-hmm. first. So they obviously that's all the only thing they called right. me. And then one of my football coaches uh, in eighth grade, he goes, well, you got a nickname, son? And I'm like, yeah, it's uh, fish sticks. And he goes, nah. And, I'm like, <laughs> and, I go, and I go, what? And he's like, look at you. You're an offensive lineman. You're not fish sticks. You're fish cakes, baby. And he called me fish cakes, and... Honestly, he was the only one allowed. Like anyone else on the team called me fish cakes. I'd clean their fucking clock because it was eighth grade and I hit puberty first. So I would just, you know, knock him in like a board drill or something. But then, like he'd say it, I'm like, yeah, I love you, sir. And uh, weirdly enough, I don't know if you know Bill Clays, but that was his dad. That was my football coach in eighth Bill grade. Clays. Billy Clays, great. But guy. I do know I heard something last night, and I wanted to. Now I have to ask because you, yeah, hundred percent. Talking about eighth grade, got into puberty. I'll fight anyone. The other cast when we were on, oh, was full you mentioned of a, you mentioned a story that had involved you fighting three people by yeah. kicking them and then punching them in the groin. Mostly in the groin, yeah. And now they put their hands down their face. We have some new insight on the story. Oh, I'm excited. I was talking to Raw in the car last night coming home after he had hung out with Steve Beck all day, who we're gonna have on the podcast real soon, right? To do our hype up our fight, our boxing match. Yeah. And Steve said, "Wow, that's what he's saying now." 
That's the story. That's what it's evolved to. And he said originally it was just one person. Steve, and then you may not have even won the fight. Steve knew it was three guys. He said it was started out as one. Did Steve say that? Out of all the people in the world, did Steve, Steve say said that? that? No, dude. We all said that guys. Steve said that. Of course, Steve. Don't did, try right? to flip this around. No, I'm telling you, it was three dudes, and that's been my story since it happened. Okay, and we'll, we'll let you stand your ground grade. right now, and then we'll have Steve also, come on, we'll settle it out. I didn't really talk to Steve until I was in 8th grade. Until? Yeah, until I was in 8th grade. That was a nicer pronunciation. Dude, for I'm doing not... That. For the listeners, dude. Not you for always me, do it's this. not for you me. You always do this, and it's like cars and park. I don't say those weird. We've gone over this. Same. Car. Parked. Okay, I don't know what you're the from The car here. is parked. I in the goddamn road. I don't know what you're talking about. No, dude. This we got to put it in a parking lot. It should not be in the road. There's cars on the road. It can't be parked on a road. Can't be parked on the road. Parked. All right. Um, yeah, but when Steve comes on, we, we'll sort it out because I, I, it was three guys. I was there. It was he three wasn't. Um, it was literally okay. me. Well, we'll get into that. And a man named Han Lee, who was my friend, Wonton Han. So my racist father called him. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Wonton Han? Yeah, he's like, that's Wonton Han. I'm like, Dad, I think that's racist. He goes, I don't care. We got to make that a character now. Those were the only, those were the only, he was my friend who was there, and the guy brought two friends, and I ended up fighting three of them. Like, that, there's your story. Okay, well, well, <clears throat> audio, hold on. Is the audio cutting out? We're, no, we're doing good. Okay, good. Everything's good. Um, okay, so... Again, we were here to talk about love. We were here about talking, love. talking about me fighting. We started as a with kid. Raw. We started with Raw's mom, but let's talk about Raw. And I feel like I'm on a, a lot gentler here today. I know we've been trekking north for a long time, kind of tired, but at the same time, kind of feeling a certain way today because Raw left us. He flew out just uh, an hour ago. Oh, really? He he just flew out and there's a little on that little plane with the floaters, and I had to give him a hug goodbye. He flew out on a seaplane? He flew out on a seaplane. He's going all the way to Germany on a seaplane. Well, maybe he's doing... I don't know, but... With, it, a, with a propeller? Maybe it was for effect. <laughs> so I'd remember that moment forever. He's he's going to fly it 20 miles and, <laughs> and land get, and get, get on, on a, a real 757. Plane. Probably. But I'm, I don't want to think of it that way. Either way, right. he was... Um, I was going to say ass naked, but we'll just say he had his shirt off. And I gave him a hug. Relentlessly, because he's a hairy man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, during the hug, which I thought was going to be gross, all I could think of was, shit, I'm losing my brother. He actually might get arrested in China, and I'm fucking concerned. I started crying, and I said, I have to leave right now, because I'm about to tear up right now. And I had to run out of the fucking house. My guitar strap got caught in the door. And Ross was like, your strap's caught. And I was like, open the fucking door Dude, you right are, now. You are legitimately tearing up. I'm tearing like, up, I man. Can see and I it. ran out, and I was in the car, and I was like, fuck, man. Like, I was talking about friendship on the last cast. I'm tearing up. And I was talking about friendship, and I was coming at friendship like in a hard angle, because I have been fucked with that week, and you know that's we've all been there before, so that's relatable. We killed it on that podcast. Wow. Anyways, today I'm on a different tone with friendship. It's like, fuck, man. I love I love Raw. Like he's like my best friend, man. He's like my brother. So losing him and like we've done everything for Toy the Catch together. And when he left, I was like, fuck. Now that's a friend, you know. And that's what friendship really is. And uh, it made me think when we can get into this to start our love conversation before we get into the different experience we've had is that like um, is we got into this a little bit on the last cast, but like friend love is like almost more intense than like a real relationship love because like, yeah, it's, that's like it's, a bro- that's like a it's different family. It's almost family. It, that way. I would say it is family yeah, um, if we're getting into just love in general right here. Yeah, like, a gen- uh, like yeah, before romantic. I would say there's a difference between relatives and family. 
There's right. people I'm blood related totally. to. I have cousins and stuff, but I don't talk to them. But I have friends who like, you know, they'd be like, hey, you, you ever see The Town? Ben Affleck? Jeremy Rayner? No, I saw that one movie, The Fog John and the Mist or something, when no. the mist goes under the store. The Town is about bank robbers, and uh, there's a scene in it where Ben Affleck goes to Jeremy Rayner and goes, you can't ask me about it later. You can never ask me any questions about it. They're from Boston. You can never ask me any questions about it, but we're going to have to go hurt some people. <laughs> yes, yes. And Jeremy Renner goes, whose car are we taking? Which is like the that's best. Fucking, that's that's that, what I'm talking about. Yeah, but if one of my cousins goes, hey, Eric, we got to go hurt some people, I'm going to be like, who and why? But if like, you know, Steve Becker, as I like to call him, Steezy Beezy, put him in a box and say easy, he's got a long nickname. Um, <laughs> Sometimes it's about adding some syllables. Yeah, I got to. I got to. <laughs> Steve Beck, one, two, one, two, like a mic check. Your nickname for people is just like an introduction every time. Like, yeah. Well, we I, got do, 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 yeah, do, do, I love Beck. to do that, but every time I've ever done it for Raw. So like, I have a, I have a friend named Sean, and then there's Steve, and there's Raw, and I was introducing some to all three of them. Mm. And I was like, there's Shawnee Beebs, the prince soon to be the king. There's Steezy Beezy, put him in a box and say easy, and then I go... Is raw? <laughs> yeah, that's what you did to me on the last thing. on the last podcast when you introduced me. Dude, it's raw. such a fun bit. It's such a fun. You bit. give someone like a long one, and then someone yeah. else is just like, "That's trash." I did that to the Corcoran brothers the other day. I I talked Ben Paulson up and Paulson up, 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 and then I'm like, "We are the poor Corcoran brothers. They're they also play music, and they're brothers." All right, <laughs> like that was it. And so like we got brothers. the greatest musician, a legendary icon of music. Blah blah. blah. They just play also music, and they're brothers. It's just like okay. <laughs> that's that's perfect. It that's, made him so that, uncomfortable. Yeah, that's such a good bit. Um, um, but yeah, no. So it's it's closer and like. Yeah, man, that's a know, good point. You were really emotional just there, by the way. I fucking teared up. It man. was the first time I've seen you be honest and not do a bit. Yeah, I, that's why I came here today. Like, fuck, this is gonna be my most genuine GSP. If you really wanted some unfiltered trash, you probably never find it unless it's on today's cast because I do not do this in front of cameras and mics. I fucking I, uh, do the act. I got you right here. Ready Thank for you. this one? Yeah. I'm gonna pan the camera. Okay. Today, the G in GSP stands for genuine. That's I'm Eric right. Fisher, and welcome to the podcast. We're talking about love. Love. And now that I did my little soapbox and shit, I'm going to step back and let's get in some romantic shit and some greasy shit and some lovely shit and some nasty shit. I don't want to get into nasty shit. That's love, dude. I mean, yeah, it can be. I'm going to get into right, something so, about um, about nasty shit. All right. So let's 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 do this. I want I want you to tell me the first time you fell in love. Yeah. And like how you knew it was love. All right. Well, I was thinking about prepping for this cast and everything and like the love shit. And thinking back to, like, in my history of people I've been with, like, who would I really love? Because you have that question, like, you know, when you're dating someone, you're like, I love you. And even if you're with them for years, and the question is, like, years later, did you? Or, like, you know, I feel like if you still love them, then it would be, like, a, it was, like, real love. Yeah. Maybe it's just at the yeah. time. There's different variations of love. But if we're using just the general sense, like, oh, shit, like, I really like this person, you know, it's awesome. My fucking dick's crazy and my mind doesn't work. Then I gotta say, wait, were we telling the per wait, hold on, what was the question? I'm talking about actual love. Yeah, so I was about romantic love. The first like, time you fell yeah, in love, how like you 17. knew it was love. Or how do you know now? Honestly, because back? the first well, this is honestly, because the second time we banged was after the first day we ever banged, and the second time we banged, she let me put it in her butt. And I thought that was a normal thing because I had never been with anyone before. She took my virginity the day before. And then she's like, and we're in the Starbucks parking lot That's in Libertyville lust. behind Morgan's. That's love. And we're in, the, we're in my car. 
and we didn't get caught during the day and then we went back the next day and she's like try this out and i thought that that was common for every person but apparently that was just my first relationship where it goes that quick she's also a person that put feet all over me but i found out real quick that i love this person because but i think that that was like kind of a, a real in some people do this real in where they start telling you a bunch of lies to make you care about them some people, dude. Some some people. Do yeah, like I do when I say about three guys. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Um, That's so how she you was, circle she had a history back. Of that. She had a history of that and self abuse and all that shit. Um, she forced me to kiss a dude, or else she's gonna cut her wrists. So I kissed Christian Lezchek on the fucking mouth behind LHS High School for her because she said she's gonna go home and cl- cut her wrists if I didn't. That's when I found out I wasn't gay, which I kind of wanted to be biased. So it was kind of a bummer. It was I kind have, of a bummer because I was I like, I want to be like David Bowie or Mick Jagger. I kind of want to be a little bi. And I found out right there it's disgusting for me, not for other people. Happy Pride Day and Pride Parade today, everybody. You're about to get a and whole lot of comments, but I don't care. You can't and say shit. That's like fine. That. This, this is perfect. And uh, I think I found out I love someone because I would kiss a dude for them. Like she would do the caring thing. Like, I don't want you to cut your wrist. I care about you. There's a little difference between caring and loving. I've been dealing with that lately with someone. It's like I think I just care about them. Okay, I, I'm gonna ask you some serious questions. Yeah, I hope you're ready. Let's go into it. Okay, you think that was love? I think it was. It might have just been caring. Okay, yeah, I asked you the first time you fell in love because that to me describes a relationship where you were realizing this right now. In your own words, reeled in and then emotionally manipulated into kissing a guy. I'm literally realizing that, like as I tell the story, that I'm. That's what I was saying. Like the first time I was love. I think it was, no, it might have just been I cared about her. I didn't want someone to go cut their wrists. I'm going to use this phrase probably more than once knowing you today. Yeah. But that sounds like sexual terrorism. I think it was. And that's a buzzword. She's the same girl that used to rub feet all over me. Yeah. She's the same girl that used to tell me that she was pregnant all the time and she never was. That's not love. You were emotionally manipulated. She told someone, I want to leave his name out of his initials TB, ended up moving to Colorado eventually. No one will know who this is. She ended up fucking this guy. And <laughs> and uh, she said she was pregnant, and he moved to Colorado, and then she said she had a kid, and, and then had an or she had the abortion. She said she had an abortion, and she and she told me this story, dude. It's a, and she said that she never did, and it was so funny that he was so upset, and that like he thought he killed a baby, literally, because that's like how he feels about abortions, apparently. But she didn't let him know that she was lying. She never told him. She thought that she should tell me that. I thought that was just sick. Sick. And I'm not going to go tell him. That's disgusting. It's not my business. But that's fucked up. So she's, yeah. a, she's, a, she's a sexual terrorist. Yeah, that's not... None of that is She's love, a sexual terrorist. She's, I don't want to psychoanalyze because honestly I'm not trained in it. Yeah. Although my stepdad is a psychoanalyst. And weirdly, the power went out here once and I read a book on love. Okay. And so you know everything. Well, no. No, I won't claim to know anything. It was well, a you're good a lovely person. I mean, I, I'm, like. You know a lot about love. I'm, I'm done with love. You I fall book. in love too easily, and I move too fast constantly. But the book I you read do. on love. You stop w- getting married, and engaged. <laughs> I've been engaged okay, twice. I'm done. We'll Go. talk about that later. Um, the book I read on love is like the reason it explained why I'm attracted to the kind of women I'm attracted to, which is like men. You know, you talk about how girls are programmed to do this or that. But men is men are programmed to save a damsel in distress and fall in love. Right. And like, if you look at the girls I've dated, all of them were like, you know, from a bad situation. Oh, that's what I'm. A, yeah, yeah. I'm a part well, of that club. That's that's like a legitimate psychological thing that boys are trained to do. 
hashtag break that training, both men and women. You don't need to be a princess. You don't need to be the Prince Charming. You know, Fuck you don't, yeah, don't save damsels in distress. They can save them themselves. That's right, ladies. I'm a feminist. Fuck yeah, dude. Also, like, I'll be honest. Women have saved me in my life. Like, I've been... Oh, 100%. I've been in bad places, and females who are my friends... Because I can't open them to a guy and be like, dude. hey, man, my heart's broken. And I, you know. Dude, I've got a few female I feel like I want that... an acute case of lead poisoning. I can't say that to a male friend of mine, but a female friend will, like, talk you through it. And they've helped me, you know, understand and get over heartache. Right. And, dude, like. Dads. Yeah. Just wh- last year with me. Even you were involved with that. It's just like, she well, saved my life. Talk to me about it. Because I'm a guy. Yeah. And she told you. Yeah. That's a good friend. Well, like, I, I don't know what it is, but, like. I will say my female friends have helped me open up emotionally yeah, and help me totally. be a better like lover. But it, my dad always makes fun of me because he's met most of the girls I've dated. And he's like, Eric, I don't know where you're... Like, stop doing this. He's like, yourself. I don't know where you're finding these girls. Because like, I've dated girls who grew up in like a religious cult was one of the, one of the girls I was engaged to. Uh, a girl who... I, I Like my uh, most recent ex-girlfriend, um, she lived in a tent for a while. Wow. Like when she was a kid, she grew up really poor. As a dad, kid? Yeah, as a kid. Jesus, dude. That's and my, intense. And my dad's like, you know, why why do you date like girls like that? And I'm like, well, part of it is, quite frankly, if a girl's lived a blessed life and never struggled for anything, if anyone has, man, woman, totally. I don't really want them in my life because like I have nothing to associate with you. Totally. And then also you don't have a lot of depth of character because struggling builds depth. You know how your parents always say, well, it's going to build character. It right. fucking does. So, like, I the joke I make both to my mom and dad is, like, you've seen the... We're in the North Pole, so I can say this. You've seen the Rudolph special? Yeah. The Isle of Misfit Toys? Yes. That's my dating life, is the Isle of Misfit <laughs> Toys. Because us monsters and broken people got to stick together. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being normal? Dude, look at Totally Cash. It's a bunch of monsters and I, broken people. I will say, like, those normal people who haven't really struggled for uh-huh. anything... I think those are the people who, like, you know, break into their office after they get fired and burn the building down because they don't know how to deal with hardship. Can I stand on my rock star pedestal real quick and yell yeah, at them? stand at it right now. Bro. Fuck those fucking people. They have no drive. They're like sheep. If you're going to stand in line, sit and wait, and like sheeple. all the rest, that's a cage to elephant lyric, rock and roll. Wake up, sheep. Dude, get out of line. Why are you standing in line waiting for things to happen? There's too many sheep. Sheeple running around and they're gonna go, Oh, trash crazy. I might be. Who gives a fuck? I'm a rock star. That's where we're supposed to be. That's the man, the myth, the legend. I'm right here. Is that what we're calling sheeple? We're really using that term? Yeah, we're gonna use that term. They're gonna put me down. I don't give a fuck. I can say whatever I want. I'm the new Liam Gallagher. I'm the new rock star. I can do whatever I want. Shots fired to the people still on our podcast. Shots fired (laughs) to Pharrell. Shots fired to you people who never struggled, who don't have a drive, who never had a job when you were a kid, who think that their parents shouldn't yell at them. Who think that their parents should be handing them trophies? Who think that everyone should be getting a happy meal and a little award? These people who think that you should never have a job until you get out of college. These people that think maybe when you're in college, you work for the college. That's a job. That's not a fucking job. That's a side job. Figure it out. Struggle. Have a drive. Have a purpose. Why are you in? Hold on. Hold on. Let me want a little more. Why are you even alive? What, to sit on the couch and watch Netflix? What, to go out with your shitty group of friends, talk about your little drama shit every weekend? What are you doing? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of your body? I, I wasn't. I am now. Do you have a drive? Do you, are you, did, you, did you not struggle? Did you not struggle? Well, then go struggle right now. Most of us have. Some of you need to wake up. The listeners we have, these are people that don't need to wake up. I know that. I know our fucking listeners. They write to us. I know what's going on. We're all the same kind of people. 
You know what we're talking about. Those people are fucking gross. Props to you if you have a drive. Props to you if you've struggled. If you're struggling right now, props to you. You're going to be great soon. Calm down. You need this. You need this low so you can have a high. Okay. I, I just have one counterpoint because I actually agree with almost everything you said. All right. If you work for the college when you're in college because it helps take off your tuition and they'll give you time outside of classes, I can accept that. I'm just saying. People now, say I had a job in college. I worked at the library at college. That's not – you never had a real job. No, I will Get I a fucking job with I the boss say, and, and have yeah, a struggle I with that. I won't say that's, like, as hard as, like, other jobs, but at least you're doing something. Have a fucking job. It helps well, remove some of your tuition, man. Like, that's not a bad thing to have. When I was 14, my boss grabbed me against the fucking neck and put me up against a fence. He called me finger fucker. He oh called me God. diarrhea. I was 14. Diarrhea? I was working construction. That's a weird thing to say to a 14. If you haven't struggled, you haven't lived. I mean, that's true. That's what sets the people apart. Like, yeah, fucking make your own podcast. Yeah, great. Who's well, going to want to? I'll, I'll tie it back. No, I'll tie it back. Okay. Ready for this? Thank you. Yeah. I, need, I, need I, calm down. I firmly believe uh, your first love that you have is your purest, right? It's, See, mine wasn't. Oh, actually, no, you might be right. No, it's the purest love because yeah, yeah, you don't know right. anything else, right? You're right. You're right. I will say the loves you've had after major heartbreaks are deeper and more meaningful. Right. Because you understand what happens if it doesn't work out. You're more willing to make it work. And you're taking a chance again, which means you must really want to be with this person. Right. So I'd say, going off what you said about hardship, you have to go through, in my opinion, heartbreak to really understand love. You need to. Because if you only see sunshine and rainbows you're gonna eventually poison your husband or shoot your wife in the face 100 percent. because like you can't deal with anything but you know if you've had your heart broken and i think everyone listening probably has in one form or another you understand what love is mm -hmm. and how precious it is and how mm -hmm. fragile it truly is mm -hmm. and you're more willing to put the work in to make a relationship work uh case in point the girl i'm currently seeing uh shout out to you baby i love you oh I think that's the first time I've publicly said I loved her. That's really nice. And it's on this podcast. It's the love cast. It's the love cast. Baby. There's so much I want to get into. I love but, this uh, crazy. But when I'm, when I'm working in clinicals for school, uh -huh. I have a notebook. And I'll flip to like the back and the open pages in my downtime. And one time I wrote uh, like three different love letters as though I was a sailor going from Britain to China to secure a trade deal. And like I was gone like, like it was the 1700s. Like 16th century, I was like, oh, I'm like, and it was, it was long notes. And I kept writing, you know, other stuff. Uh, she was kind of like bummed out and a little bit depressed. Okay. So I wrote um, another like couple of pages and it was a list of reasons I liked her and good things about her. And that like, cause you have trouble seeing good things about yourself. Yeah. I look in the mirror and all I see are negatives, but you guys will help lift me up and tell me positives. Right. She does the same thing, but everyone has that. Everyone looks in the mirror and they see what they don't have or what they aren't or what they should be. Mm -hmm. And I just wrote a bunch of nice stuff. I was just like, and I, some of it was poetic because I'm a, again Dear romantic heart, and I used to write poetry, which yeah. is like not great. But um, that's a, he's a sweetheart. But like one of the things, too bad he's taken because she's blonde. I was like, you know, I she loves that flowery shit, and uh -huh. I'm decent at it, and I enjoy writing it. So I was like, your hair is like the sun captured, Aww. and just like the sun, it gives me life, like Aww. stuff like that. Looking at you, and like, and then I wrote some like weird ones because she has issues with thunder. Um, Dude, the girl I'm seeing doesn't like anything I do. That's so sweet. Well, You're like, so sweet. Uh, she has issues with thunder. So one of the things I wrote was hashtag Thunder Buddies for life, <laughs> like from Ted, just like as a joke in there. Uh, I drew a winky face after one of the things I said, and like the next bullet point was, that's right, I wrote out an emoji. Like I drew an emoji. 
So it's just like things to make her laugh and smile. And I yeah. wrote on the back of the note because I folded it. I wrote on the back of the note, uh, read this when you need something to pick you up. And I gave her this. And I actually got the idea from a thing I did for my mom when I was in third grade. They made us write a bunch of nice things, cut it out in like construction paper, mm -hmm. roll them up, and stick them in a mason jar. And my mom still has it. I bet if we went to her bedroom... Still waiting. Like, yeah, it'd be in there. And it's just nice things. So when someone's having a bad day, it lets yeah, them know that, totally. one, you care about that person, and two, you're thinking about that person. And like, let's say her and I get in a fight down the road, because we're two different people and fights happen. Fights don't mean you're in a bad relationship. It'll happen. I have fights with, I've had fights with you. Oh, from We're friends. Like, yeah. you have fights with people. You have to move on and grow. Totally. And understand, it's not you versus them, it's you two versus the problem, which I'm pretty sure is a Tumblr post somewhere. But, um... It also lets them know if they're if they're if you're in a fight and you have this you see this thing, it lets them know that like just because you're mad now doesn't mean you don't like them. Totally. And here's a list of reasons why you like them, and it's a dumb gift. And uh, some of it is superficial and some of it's deeper. Um, like I think I wrote one of the things was like, um, I loved your laugh from the first time I heard it, and I desperately wanted to be the reason for that laughter. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that, and totally. like that's. You put the work in. Yeah. But, like I was saying before, if you've never had heartbreak, you're not going to put that work in because, quite frankly, you don't feel like you, you need to. You always like to lose someone. Yeah, you don't know that you should put that work in because you haven't been. Recently, I was seeing a girl earlier this year, and I was going to fall in love with this girl, man. She's fucking awesome. And I fucked up a little bit on Valentine's Day. I wrote a note the next day and brought it to her car. That was bad timing. What I should have done is what you did. Give her a little note. Hey, when, you know, you need this, read it. Because, yeah, she never uh, got the note. She just didn't read it. She threw it out 100%, told me she never read it. You can't give the note after the fact sometimes. No. I learned from that one that, yeah, I do have to be a little more attentive. Attentive? Attentive. Attentive to the, um, to the relationship. Another thing that you can do for those are literally get a post-it note. Piss. Again? All right, fine. Wait, I'll, no. Can you, can you can you say the things loud? I can hear them when I, while I go over I'm not going to yell them, no, but I'll tell the fans. I'll, I'll listen back later. Okay. Yeah, I'll do all the yeah. post. I'll, I guess I'll give love advice. Hi. Yes. Welcome to Eric Fisher's Love Alert. Eric Fisher's Love 911. I'm a paramedic for romance, and I'm here to heal your hearts and the hearts of your loved ones. Our number is... Eight six seven five three zero nine. Uh, leave little notes. Leave a post-it note, and it's gonna sound stupid, but draw literally draw an eye, like an eyeball. Is it raining? Yeah, it is. Oh shut up! My window's open. In it's been How pouring is it rain. In Alaska, it's so fucking cold. Hold on. Okay. It rains a lot in Alaska in the summertime. I don't think you know anything about. I'm gonna be back. Gonna yeah, I'll keep giving advice. Yeah, you're killing it. Um. Draw like an atomically correct heart. It's stupid. And then like a you. I heart you. I guarantee they'll enjoy it. Um, the advice I always give dudes is buy flowers, but don't buy them on a special occasion. Buy them because it's Tuesday. Don't tell her. Just come home from work, hand her flowers, and be like, yeah, I was at the grocery store. I saw flowers. I wanted to get them for you. That's it. She'll love it. Um... This goes for guys and girls. Uh, this is advice my grandmother gave me. Uh, I think, like, legitimately 
a week or two before she passed away. So, you know, it's going to stick with me forever. It's like one of the last things she said that I can recall. And it's, um, buy them a gift pertaining to something they like. So listen when they talk. It's a big one. Let's say you're dating a guy or a girl and they love Harry Potter. Buy them that little time turner necklace thing. And again, don't do it on a holiday. Don't give it to them on their birthday or Valentine's Day or an anniversary or Christmas. Just get it for them. Just get it. And when they ask you why, just be like, eh, wanted, wanted to get you something. Wanted, wanted to get you something. And then, you know, ask them to wear it just once. Because, like, I, I hate jewelry. But, you know, if I got a necklace, I'd wear it, like, one time. So the person, you know, sees me wearing it. Uh, buy them, like, a dumb T-shirt. You know, this one says, I'm dead inside. And it's got, like, dolphins and the sun on it. I love this thing. Um, I bought it for myself. But, like, buy them something like that. Something dumb. Something fun. Um, you don't have to, you know, make huge romantic gestures. That's not what love's about. Love's not about big gestures and horse-drawn carriages and helicopter rides across the Grand Canyon or whatever. Although a friend of mine did that, and that's a big dick move. But um, love's about every day. It's about the little wins and the little losses and growing together. It's not about these... Dude, you soaked. It's not about these huge romantic gestures. It's not about... Like I said earlier, it's not about saving the damsel in distress. It's about what comes after. It's about every day do something, go out of your way just a little bit. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Dude. But give give them a gift, do something for them. It's about appreciating each other. Uh, yeah, a, a weird one that if person you, I've been seeing is appreciate me, man. If you That's have, a huge thing. Uh, if you don't have to pay like quarters for laundry, your significant others in the shower, take their towel and stick it in the dryer. Whoa, power You're right. move. It's going to it's going to fluff back? the towel and it's going to be nice and warm. And that's a small thing that barely takes you any time. Like if your dryer's in your apartment unit or if it's in your house. It's a small thing that barely takes any time and they're going to appreciate the shit out of it. And that's how you have a long and lasting relationship in my opinion. Yeah, one more. Again, I'm not an I'm not an expert. Yeah, one more of those before we move on. Another little life thing? Yeah, like a little life hack thing. I mean, for the like babes. for like love? Yeah, love. Uh, do you want me to do one for the guys now? Well, these are for guys and babes. Like, you can right. do this for either I've, one. I've been saying things mostly guys, and then I switched to, like, both. Do you want me to do one for girls to do to guys? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, give them one. This You're not going to believe this, but this is true. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um, buy guys, like, a stuffed bear or flowers or shit. I promise you. I don't want a stuffed bear or flowers. Seriously. Oh, dude, yeah, you do. No. No, no. I literally no. just like them at being like, hey, good let, morning. How are let, you? Let me finish. Okay, I'm done. If a girl bought you a giant stuffed, like, double scoop of ice cream, like it was soft and you could cuddle it at night, and it looked like two scoops of ice cream on a cone, you'd, you'd have that in your apartment, and every time you saw it, you'd think of her. Now, the, the reason I'm giving this advice is not, it doesn't have to be flowers or a stuffed animal, but it seems to be like, from what I've seen and what I've heard, guys always end up buying things for girls. And uh, not always. I mean, I know there's some ladies out there that you're like, I buy shit for my guy all the time. Good on you. Keep doing that. You're doing great. But, you know, it doesn't have to be something like, you don't have to get a fancy bottle of whiskey. You can be like, hey, baby, uh, we were going to the movies. I went to the claw game and I won you the stuffed animal. I guarantee yeah, you the guy's going to appreciate some good the shit. shit out of it. That's some crazy shit. And that's going to be on his couch or in his bed every time he like, leaves. He'll leave it there. And every time he sees it, he'll think of you. But, like, girls should give similar gifts to guys that guys give to girls it's just a gesture 
dude, this it's, happened. It's not the actual thing that matters. It's the gesture that matters. Shout out to the Spit Bucket Podcast. My buddy who's got a podcast. Uh, it's hilarious. It's a great name for a podcast. It's really good. And it's a great podcast. Go listen and subscribe to the Spit Bucket right now. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But Don't leave this one to do it. Yeah, but over. afterwards, and then follow us both. Don't start liking them more, even though they're funny. They might be funnier. But they're fucking good. They better give us a shout out if we're giving them free publicity. He did say they're gonna do a shout out, so I liked how the natural hey. shout out to them happened. But anyway, so like I was listening to one of their most recent podcasts, and one of the guys on that cast was they started eating bugs, like uh, like barbecue bugs. Oh, those aren't bad. No, but Buckets but how it happened was this guy was like, yeah, my girlfriend got back from this trip from like Mexico or something, and she had brought these. She got these with her friends. They were like, oh, this is kind of hilarious. And then they didn't want to eat them. So she's like, oh, I'll give them to my boyfriend. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's like a, to- a toss-away gift. But when the kid was like, eat them, he was like, they're like, why, are you eat- why do you keep eating them? And he's like, these ain't go to waste. And I was like, what? And he goes, no, my girlfriend got these as a gift. Like, these are fucking important to me. Like, I'm going to finish all of them. She wanted me to have them. And my initial thought was like, wait, but she wanted her, her and her friends to have them. They just didn't like them. But since they're in love, there's that gesture and thought of like, Oh, but I can give these to my boyfriend. He would love these. Like, you know, a little yeah. cool gift from where I'm at. Just being able to think when I thought when I had a story and just being able for her to think to, of him, like, oh, I could just give this to him. That's some real love shit. Cause she's like, he's in, they're like a part of each other so much that it's like, oh, they yeah. appreciate her this, immediate this thought. thought was not throw them away or get yeah. rid of them. It was, I'm going to give them because he's always on her mind. Right. And then when they started eating the bugs and it was disgusting, his immediate thought was like, we're not going to toss these away as a gag. We're, I'm going to finish these because she actually brought these all the way back. On yeah. a trip and yeah. on an airplane and brought them to me and gave it. I respect the shit out of that guy. Yeah, it's cool as fuck. So like little things like that, even if it's a gesture that, um, maybe like the initial intent wasn't, you know, to uh, take care. Like you got something. Like you said, like you got a claw, but you're out like doing cool shit. But then you get this little thing randomly, and you're like, oh, maybe they would like this. Like that's that's way cooler than like getting a gift to me. Yeah, it's like so you thought about me when you were out doing crazy shit with a bunch of people and having fun. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Like a great one, uh, a great date in general is Dave and Buster's. People don't believe Whoa, me. Oh, yeah. But you can drink alcohol and play arcade games. A great date is Olive Garden because you eat salad and breadsticks with your hands and you just kind of <laughs> scoop it in. You're an animal, but no. Uh, you go to Dave and Buster's, you play a bunch of games. What if she's like, yeah, I, I got all these tickets and she just buys you a dumb little like the shitty off-brand lightsaber that's just a flashlight with plastic tubing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm cool talking as about? Fuck. Yeah. She buys you that. She's just like, I, I got tickets, so I got this for you. And then you can choose one for her if you want or yeah. something like that. That's a fun date. Fun little date. But uh, I love mini golf, and I always do the same trick in mini golf. I'm always, I always pretend like I don't know how to do it, and I ask her to help me. <laughs> so it's like the reverse of what you would think it is where she's she behind She barely me. put her arms around Yeah, you. but I'm wide as shit. <laughs> so they're like, I can't, I can't. And I'm like, she I can't it around. do it. And then I, I do the same joke every time, which is when they're right behind you, you press your butt against them like some girls do to you when you're spooning. Shout out to those girls, the butt wiggle move. Yeah. What a move. And uh, you uh, you quote Happy Gilmore. You start wiggling your butt at them and go, it's all in the hips. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, that's amazing. Dude, that has never failed to get a laugh. Fuck yeah. And then um, don't do this if you're just starting to date the girl because this is not cool in that case. But if you've been dating for a while, just be like, yeah, yeah. I bet you a kiss that I uh, beat you in this, this hole of mini golf. And she's going to think it's cute or he's going to think it's cute and fun depending on your preference or who you're dating. But, yeah, or um, if it's the wrong person, you'd be like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Well, that's... They should just get rid of those people. Yeah, that's Sometimes not a romantic hard relationship. to get rid of those people. Um, oh, um, I, I do probably got to get out of here kind of soon. Soon? Okay, yeah. let's get in some shit. But real quick, uh, one last piece of love advice. 
and I'm dead serious. Wait, are we, are we wrapping this up now? No, I'm just giving this one okay, last okay, piece, okay, cool. but then I'm going to okay. have you talk. So okay, okay. my one last piece of love advice, and it is the most important one to me, is um, if you're having sex with a person and you guys can't laugh at each other together, like you're laughing at whatever, your stomach's pushed together made a fart noise, whatever weird shit. If you guys can't laugh during sex together, you're not with the right person. That's not... For me, if I can't laugh with a person during the most intimate act where we're both naked yeah, but during you're a sex... Comedian. Well, yeah, but... I've heard some comedians say they can't laugh during sex, they no jokes during sex, and that's it. Yeah, that's... I, I'm not I'm not cracking bits. If something saying, happens, like, yeah, something hysterical right, happens, like you gotta be able to if laugh. you're seductively taking off your shirt and you jam your hand in a ceiling yeah. fan, or like you press against the window and the screen pops out and you gotta get pulled back in. Your knee gives. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Knee deep and you get an ACL tear. 100%. That happened to a wrestling coach of mine. He told me that story. But um, <laughs> While he was your yeah. coach? Uh, no, I was uh, assistant coaching at a middle school. Okay, like, that's way no better. Yeah, luckily you weren't story, going was to like, school as a middle schooler. You can't say that. But um, no, it's, uh, in my opinion, if you can't have, it, it should be fun. It can be a romantic thing, yeah. and you could be serious. Yeah. But every once in a while, it, if you guys laugh because you were trying something out and some weird or stupid happened, and you guys laugh together, for me, that is a perfect moment of love. Because you're doing this very intimate act. You're both naked, which is the most physically exposed you can be. You're kind of emotionally exposed if you're making love and you, you know it's with a person yeah. that you care deeply about. And then something, because things happen, like uh, you fall off the bed or something, and you guys can laugh together. You have to laugh at that yeah, shit. you can laugh together. That's oh, fucking yeah, love. dude. Because for other, me, yeah. if, I, if that person feels uncomfortable yeah. to laugh, then I don't feel like she's comfortable with me. And if I can't laugh at like you know, I'm like, yeah, girl, what's going on? And then I trip, get into the bed, yeah. and I bang my leg on something, dude. We should laugh together. The other day, a girl fell off the bed. I started laughing so I kind of like did a little because she was so close, and then I was like, all right, little. And she fell off, and it was hilarious. Like, pull a little, pull the blanket. Everything's crazy. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Like, oh, my God, I can't. And I was like, calm no. down. Like, that was hilarious. And after that, it was just over. Well, like. Luckily, it was. They, dude, thank God it was over. But, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just for what I no, found I, out later. I, I'm just saying, for me, laughter is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Sex, for the most part, is a beautiful thing. Uh, most I, part. I'm going to I'm going to get into that. Yeah, well, we, we can. I'm going to get into I'll that. I'll let you get into that. Yep. But uh, let's let's say you're doing something crazy. You pull both hamstrings. You fall down, and you like you fall so she doesn't get hurt. You both should laugh. That's an act of love too. Because that's such a weird thing, and you're both you get or you get a cramp. I this happened to every guy because we're all dehydrated. You get a hamstring cramp when you're kind of you know working it from the back. You know what I'm saying? That was even when yeah. I jack off. Yeah. Jesus, you got to straighten <laughs> that leg shape, out. Man. That's funny. That's what you're like. I'm so out of shape. I'm cramping while having sex. <laughs> you should both laugh, and if you can, if you can. Laugh at and be that exposed and be that open. Right. That's that's love. I get you. Man. And if we that's can move on, that would be great yeah, for me. To me, that's true love. All right. But let's box. talk about your weird sex stuff and we'll get out of here. You've right. had nine soapboxes. I know, so but it's not when it's not about me. It's hard, and I'm that's good. It's easy for me to admit that today because I'm being genuine. Is that is that true for your sex life when it's not about you? It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually it's about them, man. I will give oh a hundred percent. I will work every single situation. We're getting down to business. I'm going to take care of you for what's going to be a fucking time and a half. It's going to be eight halves. We're going to have eight times and seven halves. I'll tell you right now. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> I'm proud of you? I don't know what to say. Depends on the person. If you're not into some things, that's fine, too. We'll just do a couple things. One, two. Maybe it's one and a half. But if it's right, All right. we're going to do eight and seven halves, and we're going to get into some shit. All right. I want I want Woo. you to get into this last Ouch. this last section, then we'll All wrap right. up and get so out So we're going to do uh, – I've had some crazy times with people I've loved. Um, some crazy things that I've gone down. First girl I fell in love with. 
Yeah, she caught herself threatening to kill herself all the time, made me make out with the guy. Uh, the day she broke up with me, she broke up with me in front of her friend. The day that she broke up with me and I walked away, she went and later told someone down the street that I, uh, I had broken up with her, punched her so hard in the stomach that she bled blood out of her mouth, that she threw up blood. And uh, this man is now a man that comes to our shows. I love him very much. Thanks for hearing me out eventually because he gave me a call one night while I'm watching Jimmy Kimmel. And he's like, dude, I'm going to come to your house and kill you. And I was like, hey, man, what's going on? I'm having a bad day. And he was like, dude, I'm going to come in and bum beat the shit out of you right now. Where do you live? And I gave him my address. And I was like, come here right now. I'm watching Jimmy Kimmel. He's like, no, you just left our neighborhood. You come back here. And I was like, no, I never did that. I left your neighborhood like way earlier today when Julia broke up with me and gave him my shit back. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we'll bleep that last yeah, name out. Yeah, we're going to have to bleep We'll bleep it. that name out. But, uh, yeah, so that was a crazy love life. You know, I'm, I've, I've, I was crying, dude. I was dying. And at the same time, I'm being framed for hurting the person I just lo I love. Like, I am still care about. Don't know how to let go. Like, it's, it was crazy. Yeah, man, so you, sometimes, you know, you can't believe everything. You dated an emotional terrorist. Move on. 100%. Yeah, moving on from that, I dated another person who, um, you know, I followed... Uh, that, a little college, don't follow someone to school or anywhere. Just don't do it. Did that while we lived in the same dorm. She started banging the dude that lived two doors down from me. Oh. She lived a floor underneath us, and she started banging oh. the dude who lived two doors down. She told me that she wasn't, so I made a rap track about, like, basically threatening this. It was sick, dude. It was, like, fucking Wu-Tang style. You made a diss track? Yeah, at the, the time, I was actually a pretty banging? good lyricist. That's a guy named Hot Trash. And then, uh... You know, I wrote a Hot rap track and mic. it went around the dorm. Like everyone was bumping it out of there. It was being played in the hallways and shit. Dude, and that's the so awesome. Police came and the uh, and the RA. You never told me RA, about this. RA came and they yeah they they made me take it down offline and shit. And I'm a rock star, so I didn't. Do you still um, have it? Can I find it? Oh yeah, we can find it. We'll oh, we'll find it. I'll show yeah. you it. It's fuck a sick, yeah. it's a sick song. I want and you it's to... a dank ass beat. I made the beat with actual drums, guitars, and bass myself, and it's fucking tasty. I want you to put it to the outro of this video. All right, I'll try to find it because you made it. I'll try to find it. So time. we can play that. It's like definitely on back on a thing outro. somewhere, but we'll find it and we'll get it up. Yeah, we'll find that for sure. Oh god, I'm excited. Um, so that that happened, um, broke that off. Ended up, she moved back to Libertyville, one of those, you know, we get back together. I mean, I love this girl, or did. And uh, she's all, and you know, we uh, we got back together for a little bit, just like rebounding style. She's always my rebound, you know? And I, I think I'm always her rebound, and usually it's at the same time. Now she's married, so we can't do that anymore, but it was a nice little, well, yeah, she's married. She's going to cheat on this guy, but she's married right now. Um, but she cheated on me again. We started dating again for a couple weeks. And I was like, you're definitely cheating me with this guy. She's like, no way, dude. That's a friend. He's a gay friend from school. And, uh, yeah, I broke shit off because she just seemed like, you know, like distant. Came to the first Totally Cash show. Babeland basically TMZ's about her. Everything's about her. And uh, she was cheating on me with that gay guy from ISU. Um, so, yeah, I hope that she your definitely husband, knows who she is right the now. The husband out there, I really I fucking pray for you some days. And I, I respect for both of you. I love her. Like, I do care about her. Seriously, I'm not a I'm not a fucking animal. She is a little bit. But. Yeah. And uh, so. Oh. So that was the second love. Oh, I know. Third love uh, is an, another girl who. Um, I mean, she has my logo, my favorite beer tattoo in her arm. At the time, it wasn't my favorite beer, but I was like, that's kind of trashy, but I'm into it. I just turned 21. We're getting it down. We had also hooked up. She was like the first girl I ever hooked up with in high school. Before, like, we never banged, but we made out, and I thought that was sick. Um, and that was before the terror. I loved kissing girl. Yeah, so I get with this one, but our whole thing is like blacking out all the time. We were drunk for 48 days in a row, and uh, after that, there was a point where I've never been happy. Like, 
never been happier. No, I've never been as happy as I was before that started. Like my life like dipped a little bit. Like the ability to be that happy, I think, dipped after that. Forty eight yeah, days man. of you can't breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was like super me, but it was alcohol. We did breakfast, lunch, That's and dinner. We terrible. were always drunk from about eight AM to about three or four AM every day. Drunk, hammered, blacked out, drunk. So we had to break up. That wasn't going too well. And uh, you know, I love her too. Ended up getting arrested uh while I was with her. At her, uh, breaking into her neighbor's car she wasn't with me while i did that but i did that slept in the car and that's on gsp4 if you haven't heard it so you can listen to that story there i have yeah great and then uh yeah so basically then i like i think like the one girl that i've always like man i really love that person like that was a true love you know because you love people you care about them and those are the ones i just described but then this one was like fuck marine biologist cute as hell and like just the way like we hung out it was the funniest times i ever had i was like we were making trash talks at the time, and I was like, I'd way rather be with her. It's way funnier times. And we were, like, fucking recklessly funny at trash talk, but this girl's hilarious. And uh, she was way smarter than me, way better looking. It was just a crazy thing. She saw me rocking out at a Sneezy show, and we started getting it on. She fell down while we were getting it on in my bathroom, trucking each other around the walls and stuff. She slipped, smacked her head on, like, a radiator. Ooh. It, dude, it was so bad. Everyone heard it outside. There's uh, 80 people in my apartment from the Sneezy <laughs> show. They had just played House of Blues. <laughs> and our apartment's empty. There's no furniture because our landlord gave us a fucking key. He was like, if you guys want to, like, uh, what's it called? Measure the rooms and stuff to see if you can fit your furniture in there. I'll give you a key a few days early. We threw a party before we were even paying for the place. That's she smacks boy. her head in this place. And the only thing in the freezer is a bottle of Everclear. So she's sitting there with the bottle of Everclear on the back of her head. And I was like, I love this girl. And, yeah, I do. 100%. But uh, she left me and she moved to England. So we had to break up. She moved to England. And even though she's like, yeah, I'm moving to England. She did break up with me about six months before that. <laughs> but she broke up because she had to move. We'll just say that. I, that was one sure. of those, that's one of those where it's like, man, I really don't know what happened. And I think it was some family personal shit. But either right. way. So she moves to England. And now she's like, I'm pretty sure she's going to marry the guy she's been with for like a couple of years. So that's a bummer. But that was like a true fucking love. Since then, I had to rebound. I couldn't rebound with the other girl because, I mean, it's just weird. She wanted to come over and put her feet on my balls and eat chicken. Oh, actually, that sounds great. Either way. So <laughs> I should have done that. I just found out my friend's in defeat. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Listen to GSP6. I'll get into it. But uh, <laughs> you dude, after, after that first sexual terrorist with rubber feet all over me, she did that for like a period of time over my face, over my arms, and I started to love it. Like I, I, I hated it at first. I was like, why are you doing this? It's gross. She's like, people like this. You should like it. And then I was like, fine, I love it. So yeah, well, I like man, but but anyways, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So anyways, so um, I had I had to get a rebound for this girl I, I was in love with. Man, she's moving to England, and uh, for the rebound, you know, I was I was really brokenhearted. I wasn't really trying to go out and do anything. I wasn't trying to go out to bars, meet anyone or anything. And I was in class, and there's this girl sat in front of me who had like this is crazy. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk about it. this is a crazy story, and then we'll wrap it up. There's a girl in front of me, and uh, she had this hair that looked similar to the girl I was just seeing. Like, the back of her from, like, where I was in class looked, like, just like this girl. And I was like, fuck, like, I'm so into that. Like, you know, because it just reminded me of her, which is disgusting when I think back to it. But it was what happened. Anyways, she turned around. I met the girl. Let's say I lowered the bar. Totally fine to do. Um, there's ugly people in the world. That's just a thing. So sometimes you have to do something sometimes. And let's just say I did something like that. My friends were like, Trash, what are you doing? Stop doing this. And I was like, well, she kind of reminds me of Casey. They're like, not at all. I was like, well, the back of her. They're like, okay. So anyways, we're going for like four weeks, me and her. And she keeps saying that like she's on her period, which I'm like, that's cool. If you don't want to have sex, just tell me. You know, if you have herpes, yeah. just tell me. Yeah, don't pressure Like, it's got to be something anything. else. People don't have fucking well, some people periods do, for but four weeks some in a row. Sort of disorder. Yeah, okay. So then 
week five happens and she's on her period right and then we're at her house and uh like the day before she's on her period but we're at her house this time and it was like the last time i was gonna hang out there but i, I didn't tell her it was just wasn't going well like there's no chemistry like it was just weird yeah you were you were trying to make love it was a happen. rebound dude it was well, just i was yeah. literally just trying to forget about someone else like yeah. it's just like well that's it's shitty to do that and i think you know yeah, that yeah but it's just part of life but like you need to try to this is going to be shitty to say. I've done the same thing, but it's because, like, I wanted to be wanted even if it was only for a night. I'm doing that right now for someone. Just that's, nonstop. Yeah, that's not great. No, I need to get out of it. But either way. So, uh, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, so uh, this one, I'm at her house, and she's like, hey, let's bang. And I was like, whoa. And I kind of thought in my head, like, does she have herpes? Is there something going on? Like, she's had this She's had this for too long, or she's uncomfortable. Like, I want to make sure right. she's comfortable, right. you know? And so... So, uh, yeah, so we get in her room. She turns the lights off, so I can't see anything. And I go down on her. I eat her out, fingers and everything. And then I'm, we go up and we have sex. And um, the next day I'm leaving and I see, like, brown in my fingers. And I'm like, what is this? I never I didn't eat chocolate was my first thought. My second thought was, like, maybe the dog was, like, licking my fingers and he had just had, like, dog food, which doesn't make any sense. My fingernails, like, there's brown shit in them. And I'm like, okay. So I leave, and then she comes over a few days later. I make like this glorious meal. I used to actually really like cooking. Like I used to like really take pride in making dinners and shit. Sure. And this traumatized me for life. It also traumatized me for sex for life. I think forever. So okay. this is why we're getting into it. Well, you've been traumatized by other people, but go on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other people made sex better though. I love feet. This yeah. one, this one ruined sex for me right. maybe forever. Let's, let's so, see where um, it goes. Okay. So. So yeah, so anyways, I have her over, I make her a nice meal, we're eating this shit, I worked really hard, made salsas, all this dang stuff, and my own concoctions, man, because I'm a fucking chef. And uh, so we go in my room, it's a little brighter out, you know, it's not it's not dark yet, and uh, we bang after we eat. And I, I go out to the kitchen, I walk out of my room and go to the kitchen to take the condom off and throw it in the garbage, which I shouldn't have thrown it in the kitchen garbage, but I mean, we were savages, I was in college. Yeah, okay. And uh, so I'm in my kitchen... I pull it out and there's just shit all over shit and like piss looking like just chunks, like shit chunks. It's not period stuff. I know people say it's a discharge or something. It's not. I've had the conversation with a lot of people, a lot of women have had a conversation with scientists. Like it's this thing. Scientists. See, it's like this disorder where like something Plural. gets ripped in the back and like shit slips through. Oh, uh, the, I don't forget. Do you mean the tissue in between yeah, yeah, the yeah. vaginal yeah, wall yeah, and the yeah. ass? So she has that. Oh. And she didn't disclose that with me. She and probably that, didn't know, man. No, she knew because she, oh. no, she knew that dude, that was the whole, like her telling me she was on her period all the time because she was uncomfortable to do it with oh, that Oh, she situation. probably didn't want to No, talk so, no, no, why we stopped, I don't know how I was able to come, but okay. while we were banging, she said, she literally said this, she, I think I'm having my period right now. now. Someone write into us, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think that like right when a period is happening, especially if you're like having an orgasm or some shit during sex, maybe I'm not good enough. I don't know. But she's feeling a period starting to happen and it's going to start bleeding over my dick. Like, no, I've, I've been having sex with people before they're on a period and they don't know when it's just going like this is a thing. It's not like you all of a sudden feel like, right. No, what I was trying to say is maybe she's just really self-conscious about it. Yeah. And she, but she, she, she should have talked to me about it. Yeah. I mean, that's a conversation and the act before of you sex, have sex might and make that injury worse. Yeah, probably. Um, but she should talk to me about that because we're having that, sex together. It's a two yeah, person thing. That's the, she, so that was to me. That's a that was assault. That was her. That was fucked up. Like you need to disclose shit going on with your body if you're if you're fucking connecting on that level. If I'm putting my dick inside of you and you think there's gonna be shit coming out, I need to know. If I put my dick inside of an ass, I know it, I know it's a consequence, and I'll accept that one. When that happens, I'll accept that. But in the front, there should be nothing coming out except maybe blood. If it's the Time of month or something going on, or you know, come. So, anyways, I uh, 
I pulled it out. There's there's shit all over my balls and all over the base of my <sighs> dick or shaft or something and on my hands from the condom. I go to the bathroom and I grab toilet paper and I start wiping my balls. Like it's all over. It was shit, I don't know where it was fucking. It just shooting out shit out of her vagina all over my dick and balls. To be a nice podcast. And shaft. This is a love podcast still. Hold on. I'm not ruining it. I'm explaining love. This, this is rebound. It's a part of love. And it's ruined sex for me and possibly love forever. Oh, God. Yes. So either way, because it's hard for me to trust people now. This is fucked up. Just finish the story. Yeah, the girl after this, by the way, she had a boyfriend didn't disclose about. The girl after that had herpes she didn't disclose about. Luckily, I didn't. we didn't bang. But I went down on her too, and it's like I went down on a herpes. I went down on shit. That night I was with her, I went down on her. I got Do shit in my mouth. Herpes? I got shit in my mouth. No, I don't. I went and got tested. I had shit on my mouth on that night. Gonna need you to get tested on the podcast. I'll get that. tested on the podcast. I'll do it. <laughs> I got shit on my mouth that night. The next day, we or the couple days later, we banged again. I got shit over my balls, on my dick. That's not good in the head for my brain. No. And so I, I wiping everything off, and it literally looks like I'm wiping my ass. Some chunks of shit are coming off my balls, and my shafts, my dick. All over the toilet paper, which I'm is going into, which is going. That's fine. It's going into a toilet that looks like someone just shit in. That's. I'm not like people say. Oh, it's probably a period. Oh, it's something else. No, it wasn't. You should have been there. You want to reenact it? Come wipe my ass and throw the toilet paper in the toilet. That's what it looked like. It was oh, fucked God. up, and like a, an ass, like a shit on? that was like just gross, and the chunks are coming off, and you saw what you ate, kind of shit. That's the kind of shit that was sipping through. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a corn kernel slip out of a fucking pussy onto my dick. But either way. Ugh. Yeah, so I wipe it all off. Stop I'm freaking out. I start doing soap, washing it off. I'm freaking oh, out, dude. I'm like about to throw up like all of you are right now, and I'm losing it. I'm like, no way. This is ruining my life. I'm going to be ruined because trauma has a big effect on me all the time. That shit, I was like, yeah, I'll never be able to do this again. This is fucked up. This is fucked. I didn't know it can happen. Now that I know it can happen, this is fucked. So anyways, I go back to my room, and I'm like, hey, I think I should probably just bring you home. Like, you know, I'm like really tired, and like I forgot I had something to do. Just trying to be nice. It's hard for me to go in. Most people have been like, yeah, I would have ran in. Like, no, calm down. Be loving. This is a love podcast. Be lovely to people. So I didn't go in. I'm not going to put her down. I know it's probably hard for her to talk about because she didn't ever tell me about it. So either way, I walk back in, and she's like, well, I can't go home. My roommate has the apartment for the night. I have to stay here. So I slept with her in bed. And then I drove her home in the morning. And right when I dropped her off, I looked it up on my phone, did some research, started calling some doc my, my uncle's a doctor, started calling some people, and it started like basically throwing up like you are about to do right now. Yeah. And uh, re realized that like that most disgusting thing that I think in my life has ever happened to me did. So, yeah, the herpes girl, don't worry about it. Uh, she let me go down on her. Unfortunately, I did that, regret it. But somehow I didn't pick it up because that's how herpes where I guess sometimes you don't get them. Yeah. And she told me later when we were about to have sex a couple months later, like a month later, she was like, she's on top of me. And she's like, I got herpes. I was like, I, I got to tell you something. I have herpes. I was like, you didn't tell me before when I was eating your own. She was like, no, I just like didn't. I didn't remember. I was like, that's an illegal. First of all, that's <laughs> illegal. Remember. So that's an illegal thing. So also, yeah. like if your pussy's full of shit, you should probably disclose that. If your dick's full of anything or has anything on it, you should disclose it. You should be nice and lovely to people. You should be lovely and loving. And that's a huge part of that. Guys, I'm getting cotton mouth right now. So we're going to trail off of this. But did that ruin sex for me forever? Maybe. I can't come during it anymore. So we're going to move on. That was our love cast. Yeah. Uh, I. It's hard for me to trust people now. Uh, we talked about the new shows coming out, the Antarctic Studio, or yeah. the Arctic Studio, Antarctic's the other side. Uh, Rawls' mom, me Lovely. blowing three guys in middle school. Blowing? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I had a very sincere uh, moment of me talking about love. You talked about pooping a vagina. Which sounds like a South Park It episode. was sincere, though. Uh, it was sincere. It happened. Um, aside from that, 
Uh, we're about to play the outro of the rap that you're going to find because I want to hear it. All right. That's this outro. Kick it in starting okay, now. Okay, man. Let's uh, do it. I've been Eric the Iron Man Fisher. This man, this lovely man to my yes, left. Yeah, I'll help you out this time. Yes, 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 I, yes. Wait, ready for this? Our fans are ready like so this? stoked right yeah, now. Ready yes, for this? do it. The, the rock star himself, the man, the myth, the god slayer, the titan Perfect. trash sites. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Godspill, the podcast. Uh, we talked about love. We talked about friendship. And uh, you guys are all beautiful. We love you. And we hope you, uh, we hope you find love. Here's that, here's that fucking song. Right on, guys. Hey, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the van. The van? Yeah. Bad news or good news? Bad news. I was going to say, good news is still a van. Bad news is it's full of barely bears. a van. Oh. It's just full of rain. All the gear is fucked up. I don't know if that documentary on the Antarctic trick can ever come out. All the footage looks like it's just melting. It's just crazy. The, mel- the rain is melting our footage. Santa did this, and I'm going to go kick his ass. Let's go kill him. Party on, guys. <laughs>